Hello, and welcome to the TV Kids Festival. I'm Anna Karugati, the Group Editorial Director of TV Kids. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Richard Dixon, the President and Chief Operating Officer of Mattel. Thank you, Richard, for joining me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. So Mattel has completed its transition from being a toy company to being an IP-driven entertainment company. What have been the benefits of the strategy? Following the completion of our turnaround in 2021, we evolved our strategy last year from transforming Mattel into an IP-driven, high-performing toy company to growing our IP-driven toy business and expanding our entertainment offering. When we talk about this, think about film and television, consumer products, uh, digital experiences like games and NFTs. And these are really directly adjacent businesses to the toy industry. Uh, we're making a lot of progress on capturing the full value of our IP in what we really believe is these are highly accretive business verticals. And while it's still at the early stage, we're really very, very excited about the progress that we're making. And in success, this can be truly transformative for Mattel. So, so many of your brands um, uh, trigger nostalgia in adults and parents. I mean, I see Barbie behind you and I remember uh -huh. when I got my first one and I remember when my daughter got hers. So in fact, this nostalgia prompts us to want to share these experiences with our children. So in developing and refreshing brands, how do you balance that nostalgia against newness? Well, there, there really is a true connection uh, to our brands, and it's always really rewarding um, and, and heartwarming to see adults uh, rediscover our toys and our brands either through their own children or becoming collectors themselves as they reunite uh, with that particular part of their, of their lives. I really believe that we're striking the right balance. Uh, we use our Mattel playbook. Uh, it's a game-changing approach to brand reinvention that really balances the art and the science of creativity, uh, essentially to deliver what we call brand longevity. Our playbook really focuses on four key areas. The first one is brand purpose. And this is the distinctive reason for being that lives in every one of our brands, meaningful and motivating to our teams and collaborators. Brand purpose is also really increasingly important to consumers who want to align their purchases and their decisions with their values. The second piece of our playbook is what we call design-led innovation. And this is really a creativity that comes from really knowing our consumer and then exceeding their expectations with truly amazing purpose-driven product. For brands like Barbie, that means dolls and play sets that reflect the world that kids see every day. The third part of our playbook is what we call cultural relevance. And this is about connecting brands and products with popular culture to drive demand. And this is something Mattel does particularly well. The last, the fourth, really important executional excellence, bringing great ideas to market better and faster because great ideas are great ideas, but if you can't execute them and bring them to life at retail, it's really nothing but a great idea. The Patel playbook um, is really the heat behind the incredible Barbie brand turnaround that we've been leading over the past five years and is really a blueprint for how we're re-energizing brands across the entire Mattel portfolio. 
We'll get to Barbie in a second. Uh, but first, tell us about your development slate of films and TV series. How are you finding and working with talent to ensure that their visions align with the values of the brands? Well, we are so excited with um, the work that we're doing in the television and theatrical space. We work with the very best in the industry to bring feature films that are derived from Mattel's rich library of IP to life. Currently, we have projects in development, uh, American Girl, Barney, Magic 8-Ball, Major Matt Mason, which maybe you, you, you haven't even heard about, but we, is one of the archival brands of Mattel. We've got Matchbox coming, uh, Masters of the Universe, Polly Pocket, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, uh, Thomas and Friends, Uno, Viewmaster, and Wishbone. Uh, we've also uh, developed um, a, a, a concept called Christmas Balloon, which is based on an all-new IP. Uh, and of course, the highly anticipated Barbie movie, uh, which is going to be starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Uh, and that's uh, going to be, de be debuting in theaters on July 21st, 2023. Um, you know, when we set out to do a film... Um, it really is our top priority to find the best creative partners whose visions will not only align with our brand purpose, but also add a unique perspective that ultimately shapes a project into something that is unforgettable. Our collaboration with Greta Gerwig and Warner Brothers on the Barbie movie is a really perfect example of that. So what has Barbie meant to Mattel and to um, girls around the world? I mean, I can share my story, but I think yours is much more interesting. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, I, I'm in an amazing position where anywhere I go around the world and I talk about what I do, everyone has a Barbie story. Um, and it is uh, and it is your story. And that is the sort of secret sauce of the Barbie brand. You know, I can't think uh, of a better answer then taking a look at her history. Now, Barbie was born in 1959 in post-war California, which was really a hive for revolutionaries at the time. Uh, the ideas at that time were really shaking up the traditional businesses. Amongst them were our founders, Ruth and Elliot Handler, and they were really changing the toy industry with their innovative creations. Now, back in those days, uh, toys made for girls were largely focused on home and family. Play patterns with dolls, they were fairly narrow. You had baby dolls, which encouraged caregiving, and paper dolls helped girls figure out how to put together a great outfit. But when Ruth watched her daughter and friends dress their paper dolls, she also saw them play beyond fashion. She watched their imaginations and saw them role play and imagine their future selves. And that was the genesis of Barbie. In year one, Mattel sold more than 300,000 Barbie dolls. The industry was the one that called this new toy sensation a fashion doll. But Ruth knew that she created something much bigger, the original girl empowerment brand. And today at 63, Barbie is the top selling doll of all time in an industry where the expectancy of a typical toy brand is just three to five years. We've got 99% global awareness. She is the most recognized doll in the world. She's as ubiquitous as Coca-Cola. Uh, and she is more influential than ever. As a business, no other doll brand comes close. And it really boils down to the Barbie brand purpose. 
to inspire the limitless potential in every girl. More than a promise, uh, Barbie brand purpose has become a global platform for empowerment that influences everything from messaging to design and execution. I'm personally a big believer that evolution makes a brand relevant, but purpose makes a brand immortal. And that's Barbie. And again, the Mattel playbook is critical to how we manage brands like Barbie for continued success. And we're so proud of how much the brand means, not only for Mattel, uh, but the world. Uh, and we're excited to excite, inspire, motivate uh, the rest of the world around our brand purpose. And we can continue to strike that right balance uh, for the many generations that love Barbie and the many generations to come that will love Barbie. Now, Mattel introduced new body shapes for Barbie. I think it was back in 2016. Um, right. How was that initiative received by girls and families and the industry at large? Um, the reaction was incredibly positive. You know, when we launched the redesigned Barbie, she quickly became the number one story in the world. Uh, we scored the cover of Time Magazine, uh, which inspired a wonderful documentary called Tiny Shoulders. And most significantly, we generated nearly 100% positive sentiment. And it was a real reminder that people love Barbie the most when she takes a stand. And that maintaining brand relevance is never about playing it safe. Since then, we've dramatically expanded the line to include Ken, body diversity, uh, as well as dolls that represent a range of disabilities, including Barbies with hearing aids, wheelchairs, uh, prosthetic limbs, vitiligo. Uh, all of these are designed with an eye for inclusivity. Even the dream house was renovated to include uh, wheelchair accessible elevators. You know, today, Barbie is by far the most inclusive doll brand in the world. We have over 175 different looks uh, and they continue to grow and expand. Uh, we're, we're so proud of the, the diversity that we represent. And it isn't some small shoot, some, some small offshoot of the brand. It, instead, more than half of Barbie sold positively represent diversity because we had the courage to really rethink everything. Uh, and while we've been around for you know over 60 years and and we're certainly proud of the work that we've done. There is a feeling and a, a and a recognition that we we really are only just beginning. Excellent, and of course, there's the movie coming up that I can't wait to see. How how is that um, expanding the brand? Because it is you know adults playing, and you would think it it's a movie that's also going to appeal to adults like me who want to relive <laughs> the Barbie experience. Yeah, well, we are also really excited about the work that we're doing with Warner Brothers. The Barbie movie is a, a perfect demonstration of Barbie's evolution from doll to IP. It delivers purpose, epic fashion, uh, irreverent humor. It explores topics like gender equality and what it means to be human. Uh, look, make no mistake, this is not the Barbie movie you think it is. And in large part, thanks to the visionary Greta Gerwig, who co-wrote the script with her writing partner, Noah Baumbach, uh, and the brilliant, and I, I emphasize brilliant, Margot Robbie, who's not only executive producing, but of course, starring as Barbie. Uh, Margot is joined by none other than Ryan Gosling, whose portrayal of Ken is stoking what he calls a certain Kennergy, uh, and he is genuinely hilarious. 
Uh, Margot and Ryan lead a diverse A-list cast that is truly electric on screen. We, we really love that this film is being created by genuine fans who recognize the power in Barbie's purpose and just how relevant it is in today's cultural conversation. Uh, as inspired as it is fun, uh, our film promises to continue evolving the brand. Excellent. So uh, we talked about how Barbie has uh, brunched out into inclusivity and diversity. In what other ways has Mattel increased inclusivity and diversity in its brands? Well, at Mattel, we are passionate about the positive impact our brands can make in the world. And that's why we're evolving from a culture of mass marketing to mass mattering, cultivating a mindset that purpose times influence creates impact. We've created Uno decks celebrating pride and, and launched a Braille edition last year so sight-impaired people could play the number one game in the world for the first time. Now, we partnered with Aaron Wheels to create one of the coolest RC products. It was a remote control wheelchair that allows kids to experience the incredible talents of Aaron himself. Uh, we recently introduced an autistic character, Bruno, into our iconic Thomas the Tank Engine content. Uh, American Girl offers uh, several other specialized items, such an, uh, uh, we have an asthma and allergy set, a service dog gear, we've got crutches, wheelchair, uh, we've got a diabetes kit, we've got uh, hearing and, and placement is also available, hearing aids for our 18-inch dolls. Um, and, and really, when you, when you boil it down, it's really all about the thoughtfulness, the inclusiveness in the details. Uh, in fact, another great example is we, we redesigned all of our transportation vehicles in Little People to be wheelchair accessible. And over 50% of our actual Little People represent diversity. I could go on and on with all of these different examples. And we're, we're so proud of all of them that I also feel like, oh my goodness, I, there's so many more to celebrate and talk about. But really, these are just a few examples of what we've done. Uh, but there's so much more in the works. Now, moving to another iconic brand, Hot Wheels. Tell us about the movie and the TV content that are in the works. Oh, well, that's a that's a pleasure to talk about also. Um, Hot Wheels is the single largest vehicle toy brand in the world, um, multiple years running, and we are so proud uh, to work with best-in-class partners on the on the uh, unlocking of the brand in the content arena, including our partners again with Warner Brother Pictures and J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot to create a live action film based on Hot Wheels. Uh, the high throttle film will bring to life our beloved multi-generational franchise. It's gonna showcase some of the world's hottest and sleekest cars. Uh, in addition to launches around toy, digital gaming, uh, even Web3, we're also gearing up to announce several TV titles uh, based on Hot Wheels. Let's see, in addition to films and television shows, Mattel produces a broad range of content, including short form and digital gaming, um, and ultimately uh, are really looking forward to unlocking the value of Hot Wheels and how we could bring it to life to new audiences for multiple generations to come. In addition to films and TV shows, as you just said, Mattel produces a broad range of content, including short form and digital gaming. Tell us about this additional content and how you are reaching children and families. Well, our objective is to always put our brands where our consumers are. 
Uh, and Mattel will always meet the fans of our iconic brands uh, wherever they are uh, and make sure that our brands are also discoverable in innovative and exciting ways, verticals, which include, of course, physical toy, television, film, which we've discussed, digital gaming, YouTube, Web3, and the metaverse, literally everywhere and anywhere in between. Uh, as I mentioned, our television slate, we, we currently have 12 series in the making and specials on streaming and broadcast platforms globally. We also continue to rapidly expand our digital gaming footprint. In 2022 alone, we saw the Roblox debut for Masters of the Universe, Barbie, and Polly Pocket. We launched the highly anticipated Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels game. We executed collaborations between Masters of the Universe and several of the most popular gaming platforms in existence, uh, such as Fall Guys, Stumble Guys, and Rec Room. Um, we also launched Barbie Brooklyn Roberts YouTube series, which was also exciting, Life in the City. Uh, we're going to continue to double down on content and digital gaming in 23. And I really, I can't wait to share more of the exciting projects that our team is working on across multiple brands, but ultimately everywhere that our consumer engages, Mattel brands will be there. Is digital gaming um, eroding physical play? Because after all, a huge part of Mattel's business is also physical toys. Now we get that question a lot. And actually, you know, physical play is not going anywhere. Uh, in fact, we see the industry of physical play continue to grow. It's projected to grow by Euromonitor. Um, but as technology advances and new platforms emerge, Consumers are hungry to see Mattel IP in these cutting edge spaces, such as digital gaming. We don't view traditional play and digital experiences as competitive, rather really complementary to one another. It's just a larger playground. So we're excited about Mattel's you know, really unique opportunity to truly pioneer what's possible in both the digital and the physical worlds, continuously bridging the gap between the two and most importantly, creating unforgettable experiences for our fans. Well, I just decided I want to be a kid again. <laughs> this is a... You're always a kid at heart. Always a kid at heart. <laughs> exactly. Richard, thank you so much for your time. I can't mm -hmm. wait for the Barbie movie. I think that's going to make quite a splash uh, come this summer. No and, doubt. Uh, but you have so, as you just told us, you have so much more going. Thank you very much for your time. And thank I look you. forward to speaking to you again in the future. Thank you so much, Anna. We appreciate it. Talk thank soon. Thank you. All Be right. well. Bye-bye.